Oh, did I write it lightning? Oh, what have I done? Here, let me go switch that really quickly. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Hello, everyone, and welcome. How are you all on this fine, fine afternoon or early, early morning? Yeah, the font has changed. Quite a few things have changed. As a matter of fact, I hope you will see some of the improvements that I have made to, as the foo called it, the vibes. Which, you know what? I didn't realize until just a little while ago. The vibes are really what I'm trying to hit, you know? I want this to be, I, I think that, that lo-fi piece of art, which was done by hollyrose.art uh, on Instagram, if you want to find out more about that, uh, that is not the only piece of art uh, that is going to show up from Holly Rose. However, I don't think I'm going to be able to use the other piece today. Um, just get excited about Holly Rose and the things that Holly Rose is doing for the channel. Here on Twitch, she's hollyrose14, but Holly, thank you a ton. You have, I think, contributed to the overall vibes of this channel significantly. <laughs> I See, that's what I saw you put in before, Fu. Uh, by the way, uh, welcome to some of our new folks, including Fu. Um, I also saw Queen Nugget, and don't worry, Intikana, I saw that you did indeed bring Queen Nugget. So, uh, thank you very much. Uh, all of you folks who brought anybody in, this is the best time to do it. This, these next few weeks, as we're getting into the first chapters, where people can join in for the very start of something, it's a great time for it. I am... Just crazy excited about this, everybody. I'm so excited. It's going to be such a wonderful time. We are starting on a new series. This is Flying Sidecar. Typically, this is our Thursday show. Um, I see it continuing like that for the reason, you know, for the foreseeable future. But um, this is Flying Sidecar, a voice actor's venture through some stories that so many of us love so much. And we are beginning on the Percy Jackson and the Olympians series. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I want to remind you of a couple of things just to keep in mind. First of all, if you want to tell people about the show, I have a new link. I have a new link, and this one's going to be pretty permanent, I think. Uh, if you would like to go ahead and share that link around, uh, it's Linktree. Um, that basically will bring everyone to all of the different links that I want to send people, but essentially you can use one link to get them everywhere. Send that link to people if you want to bring them in. Remember... We do a little tradition called, uh, and we're, this is a holdover from Harry Potter, our old, our, our, our former, I should say, um, flying sidecar read-through. You can add to that bean pile if you wish, by including uh, either the hashtag flying sidecar, if you want to, you know, promote this on Twitter or Instagram, those are the places I really check out, or if you bring a friend, like Intikana has, you get to add a bean of your choice to the pile. So thank you very much, everyone who brought new folks in, it's wonderful. As I said, this is the link to share. It's this Linktree one uh, for the sidecar sites and social media, that sort of thing. Um, that will really direct everyone to all the places they need to go, including the Discord. And I'm going to include a link directly to the Discord right now um, because if you have any trouble listening tonight and you're just having, you know, uh, you, you've tried on Twitch and you're finding that you're not able to really, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's either, you know, glitching on you or your internet can't keep up with it. First of all, you can try doing audio only, certain uh, devices will allow that. You can do audio only. That should smooth it out a little bit. If it still doesn't work, then you can continue on and try heading over to the Discord. I am live streaming into the Discord as well, which is uh, audio only. Uh, Hogwarts Hippie says, Sam, I cried happy tears when I used your link tree. Specifically, when I read your wiki, I felt extremely proud. 
Uh, I feel proud of you every week. <laughs> Thank you, Hogwarts Hippie. I appreciate that a lot, actually. Uh, it, it can be tough sometimes for me to be proud of this, uh, not because it's not a good thing, simply because I've got, I have a hard time feeling it sometimes. You know, I'm, I'm sure we've all been there with things that we're trying to build, things we're trying to make, things we're trying to create, or things we're trying to organize. Like, sometimes it's just hard to feel like we've made it far enough that pride can enter into the scenario. But I am, I'm definitely feeling it. As, as we as we move along and we've got more and more people in here um, and we've got more places where we can gather and we have you know people like like Holly uh, doing art uh, for this and not only Holly because we have also got a, a piece of art that is actually going to be used today during the stream by oh I was so close lol 9dh on discord provided some original art specifically for today's stream uh, we're gonna be talking more about that later. Um, but keep in mind, if you would like to contribute to that, we are going to have a whole designated channel. Um, it is going to be called PJ-Art. If you would like to contribute original art, um, I would say head on over there, and what you're going to want to do is make sure that you ping me with what chapter and what section, sort of what image you're going to be doing, uh, and then you can go ahead and put your art in there. Um, I would love to be at a phase at some point where I can pay all artists to be doing this. I am unfortunately not there, so this is simply going to be community organized. This is going to have to ride on your enthusiasm as it does on mine, uh, at least for the time being. Once again, I, my, my plans are definitely to remedy that in the future. Um, but I thank you very much to everyone who has contributed art so far. It is wonderful, and it makes this place much more fun to be. Um, now... Let's talk about this. I, one quick note on that on that channel. Um, I'm going to include uh, a, an invite into that right now. Um, I'm going to put that here in chat so you can head over there. I will say, keep that one just for art. Um, just for art and coordinating about art. Um, if you want to chat about things, if you want to chat about the other, uh, you know, the other parts of the story, things that are coming up, etc. We have two different channels for that. We've got the Percy Jackson discussion and PJ spoilers. So, um, uh, the Percy Jackson discussion, that you can talk about anything up until the point where we have read on stream. After that, if you want to talk about things that are in the future beyond that, if you're familiar with this series from the films or the books, go ahead and head to the PJ Spoilers channel. That is for everything beyond where we've already read on stream. The Hobbit. That's right. Some of you who only show up on Thursdays don't know about this yet, do you? Well... You can use the Hobbit command, and that will take you to the YouTube playlist for our past episodes of The Hobbit. We are through um, chapter one at this point, and uh, chapter two will be posted shortly on YouTube. We do those on Tuesdays. That is for our Vintage Sidecar. Vintage Sidecar is where we shed some light on classic lit. Um, it is a lot of fun, and I'm telling y'all, if you've never tried to read something to understand it, even more than just to enjoy it, but to understand it, you might be missing out. We talk a lot about, about uh, the blue curtains over there. We'll talk about what that means uh, more later on. Uh, yeah, anyone looking for back episodes, you can find those for two weeks here on Twitch. Otherwise, um, you can find them on YouTube. Um, I upload them exactly 24 hours before the next live stream. So you wait about a week and they'll be on YouTube. Luke says, excited to be a noob for this stream and not know any spoilers. That is going to be a really fun way to go through this. Um, I would like to bring some attention, by the way, to Luke, um, who helped quite a bit um, in some of the like growth stages of this uh, of this project. Luke, thank you very much for finding all that art uh, for Harry Potter and um, for helping us by being the one who started the watch party tradition. Um, I would like to continue that with 
the Percy Jackson series. I think that's going to become a flying sidecar staple. So, Luke, thank you very, very much. Um, and we, of course, cannot forget uh, quite a few other folks. I'm not going to do the whole list at once like I have in the past, but I definitely, definitely want to draw attention to the pit crew. That is, you know, Mama Cass, Tuna Sunday, uh, Frizz, Miss Frizzle here on Twitch, and then uh, our sort of newest member, I guess we would say, um, uh, Mr. Halfbit. Um, uh, I definitely don't want to. I, I we we can't possibly overstate how helpful all of them have been, uh, each in different ways. But uh, Mama Cass has been so vital behind the scenes. Part, you know, if I were on my own, I wouldn't be able to do this. I would have to dedicate too much time to doing too many other things. Um, so Mama Cass has been vital in that. Um, Tuna Sunday has been like an unending fountain of enthusiasm for the whole thing, which is so important, <laughs> especially you know if if you know certain projects aren't working quite as well. Um, but I appreciate it a ton. We do love the pit crew in Tikana, don't we just? Miss um, Frizzle, of course, um, taking on kind of like uh, an accelerated role, shall we say. Um, uh, she's always been enjoyed kind of helping out with some, you know, like a, a few little graphic design things, but like she has hit the ground running with Fishtailing with Frizz, which is our, I mean, I think tentatively we could call it a trivia, like a, a trivia mess show. <laughs> Uh, it was a lot of fun. We've done two of them now, and she just today has been sending me messages for more. So expect more of those in the future. Uh, and then, of course, yes, Mr. Halfbit, who's going to be streaming later tonight. We're going to raid over to him when we're done. Um, Mr. Halfbit is uh, a good friend of mine, and he likes to do a lot of the sort of narrative-based stuff that I do. Um, he also likes using his voice, and he is uh, he's doing some uh, playthroughs of really narrative games. I think there are some fantastic stories being told in, in video games right now, and he is kind of uh, ushering us through that. It's been fantastic. He is the ranger through the, the narrative wilds of video games. <laughs> you know what? I like that a lot. His whole motif is like cabin cozy stuff, and I really enjoy it. Uh, somebody reading Lord of the Rings these days. We do need somebody reading Lord of the Rings. It's definitely on my horizon. Um, and frankly, uh, each chapter that I do, uh, we're, we've done two so far, each chapter that I do of The Hobbit so far has made me more and more sure that that timeline might be a little sooner than I initially anticipated. I, I thought that was going to be sort of a, a next three years sort of horizon. We'll see if that one moves up a little bit. Um, but don't forget, everybody, Head on over, uh, catch me on Tuesdays, or catch me on YouTube later on for Vintage Sidecar. Shedding some light on Classic Lit, currently reading through The Hobbit. Very exciting, very exciting. Now, everyone, today, this is where I would normally do my review instead of that. Uh, and don't forget, everyone, review is the last thing we do before we start reading, so get cozy. This is where we would normally do review, but we don't have any of that today. So instead, I will do some sort of general review for how this all works. Everyone, my name is Sam, and this is Sidecar Stories. It's Thursday. Flying Sidecar. <laughs> um, we're starting a new series. That means a couple of things. First and foremost, maybe, remember where we start off with any series. Um, especially in this genre of sort of young adult series. Um, it's designed for kind of younger readers, so don't forget, you know, we came a long way with Harry Potter, but remember, it started pretty young. Um, you may notice some of that in, in this one. It's going to grow with us over time, just like Harry Potter did. Um, a second thing I want to remind you is, especially on the subject of sort of preconceived notions, there have been some films um, in this universe that apparently people were not particularly satisfied by. Um, I am not nearly as deep into the 
the Percy Jackson universe as I am into the Harry Potter universe, but I know, you know, some folks are not uh, as keen on those films as they were um, on the Harry Potter films. They're not quite as satisfied with the adaptation. Try not to come into this with that sort of energy, with that, with that kind of baggage, because I recognize there is baggage associated with that. Um, when you associate it with something and you didn't really love how it went, try to come into this blank. Remember what it was to be in middle school, to just be picking up your own books for your own self for the first time, um, and join us with that energy. Come in with that. And finally, just as a quick note, remember that I am... I, my goal is to be incredibly versatile. I, I look to people like people like Robin Williams when I try to think about the flexibility that I want to have in my voice. But I am not an unending font of, of vocal diversity. As such, you may hear, uh, and frankly, I'm kind of excited about this. It was a ton of fun in the Christmas Carol uh, read-through. Um, you may hear some repeat voices. Uh, consider this some sort of crossover casting. Um, in the same manner, I'm going to be developing some voices over time. If you want to go back and and listen to the early phases of Ron's voice, Ron Weasley's voice, you'll hear how much that changed over the course of the series. I'm going to get better at them. They're going to get smoother. They're going to get, um, uh, you know, the, the, the performance of it will be better. Just keep that in mind. We're going into this new. And with that, everyone, with that... I hope you're all having a fantastic evening. I hope you're having a fantastic week. I thank you very much for joining me and for bringing in other folks who may well enjoy this. Let's have a good time tonight, shall we? Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Book One, The Lightning Thief, by Rick Reardon. Chapter One, I accidentally vaporize my pre-algebra teacher. Look, I didn't want to be a half-blood. If you're reading this because you think you might be one, my advice is close this book right now. Whatever lie your mom or dad told you about your birth, believe it and try to lead a normal life. Being a half-blood is dangerous. It's scary. Most of the time it gets you killed in painful, nasty ways. If you're a normal kid, reading this because you think it's fiction, great. Read on. I envy you for being able to believe that none of this ever happened. But if you recognize yourself in these pages, if you feel something stirring inside, stop reading immediately. You might be one of us. And once you know that, it's only a matter of time before they sense it too. And they'll come for you. Don't say I didn't warn you. My name is Percy Jackson. I'm 12 years old. Until a few months ago, I was a boarding student at Yancey Academy, a private school for troubled kids in upstate New York. Am I a troubled kid? Yeah, you could say that. I could start at any point in my short, miserable life to prove it, but things really started going bad last May, when our sixth grade class took a field trip to Manhattan. 28 mental case kids and two teachers and a yellow school bus heading to the Metropolitan Museum of Art to look at ancient Greek and Roman stuff. 
I know it sounds like torture. Most Yancey field trips were. But Mr. Brunner, our Latin teacher, was leading this trip. So I had hopes. Mr. Brunner was this middle-aged guy in a motorized wheelchair. He had thinning hair and a scruffy beard and a frayed tweed jacket, which always smelled like coffee. You wouldn't think that he would be cool, but he told stories and jokes and let us play games in class. He also had this awesome collection of Roman armor and weapons, so he was the only teacher whose class didn't put me to sleep. I hoped the trip would be okay. At least I hoped that for once I wouldn't get in trouble. Boy, was I wrong. See, bad things happen to me on field trips. Like at my fifth grade school, when we went to the Saratoga battlefield, I had this accident with a Revolutionary War cannon. I, I wasn't aiming for the school bus, but of course I got expelled anyway. And before that, at my fourth grade school, when we took a behind-the-scenes tour of the Marine World Shark Pool, I sort of hit the wrong lever on the catwalk, and our class took an unplanned swim. And the time before that, well, I mean, you get the idea. This trip, I was determined to be good. All the way into the city, I put up with Nancy Bobafit, the freckly, red-headed kleptomaniac girl, hitting my best friend Grover in the back of the head with chunks of peanut butter and ketchup sandwich. <laughs> I've even read that before. I forgot about that part. Grover was an easy target. He was scrawny. He cried when he got frustrated. He must have been held back several grades because he was the only sixth grader with acne at the start of a wispy beard on his chin. On top of all that, he was crippled. He had a note excusing him from P.E. for the rest of his life because he had some kind of muscular disease in his legs. He walked funny, like every step hurt him, but don't let that fool you. You should have seen him run when it was enchilada day in the cafeteria. Anyway... Nancy Bobafit was throwing wads of sandwich that stuck in his curly brown hair, and she knew I couldn't do anything to get back at her, because I was already on probation. The headmaster had threatened me with death by in-school suspension if anything bad, embarrassing, or even mildly entertaining happened on this trip. I'm going to kill her, I mumbled. Grover tried to calm me down. It's okay. I like peanut butter. He dodged another piece of Nancy's lunch. Nope, that's it. I started to get up, but Grover pulled me back to my seat. You're already on probation, he reminded me. You know who will get blamed if anything happens. <sighs> Looking back on it, I wish I'd decked Nancy Bobafet right then and there. In-school suspension would have been nothing compared to the mess I was about to get myself into. Mr. Brunner led the museum tour. He rode up the front in his wheelchair, guiding us through the big echoey galleries, past marble statues and glass cases full of really old black and orange pottery. It blew my mind that this stuff had survived for 2,000, 3,000 years. He gathered us around a 13-foot-tall stone column with a big sphinx on the top and started telling us how it was a grave marker, a stele, for a girl about our age. He told us about the carvings on the sides. I was trying to listen to what he had to say because it was kind of interesting, but everyone around me was talking, and every time I told them to shut up, the other teacher chaperone, Mrs. Dodds, would give me the evil eye. Mrs. Dodds was this little math teacher from Georgia. 
who always wore a black leather jacket, even though she was 50 years old. She looked mean enough to ride a Harley right into your locker. She had come to Yancey halfway through the year, when our last math teacher had had a nervous breakdown. From her first day, Mrs. Dodds loved Nancy Bobafit and figured I was devil spawn. She would point her crooked finger at me and say, Now, honey, real sweet, and I knew I was going to get after-school detention after that. One time, after she'd made me erase answers out of an old math workbook until midnight, I told Grover I didn't think Mrs. Dodds was human. He looked at me, real serious, and said, You're absolutely right. Mr. Brunner kept talking about Greek funeral art. Finally, Nancy Bobafit snickered something about the naked guy on the stele, and I turned around and said, Will you shut up? It came out louder than I meant it to. The whole group laughed. Mr. Brunner stopped his story. Mr. Jackson, he said, did you have a comment? My face was totally red. I said, no, sir. Mr. Brunner pointed to one of the pictures on the stele. Perhaps you would like to tell us what this picture represents. I looked at the carving and felt a rush of relief because I actually recognized it. That's Kronos eating his kids, right? Yes, Mr. Brunner said, obviously not satisfied. And he did this because... Well, I racked my brains trying to remember. Kronos was the king god and... God? Mr. Brunner said. Titan, I corrected myself. And... He didn't trust his kids, who were a god, so uh, Kronos ate them, right? But his wife hid baby Zeus and gave Kronos a rock to eat instead. And later, when Zeus grew up, he tricked his dad, Kronos, into buffing up his brothers and sisters. Ew, said one of the girls behind me. And so then there was this big fight between the gods and the titans, I continued. And the gods won. Some snickers from the group. Behind me, Nancy Bobafit mumbled to a friend. Like we're going to use this in real life? Like it's going to say at our job applications, please explain why Kronos ate his kids? And why, Mr. Jackson? Brunner said. To paraphrase, Miss Bobafit's excellent question, does this matter in real life? Busted, Grover muttered. Shut up. Nancy hissed, her face even brighter red than her hair. At least Nancy got packed, too. Mr. Brunner was the only one who ever caught her saying anything wrong. He had radar ears. I thought about his question, and shrugged. I don't know, sir. Hmm, I see. Mr. Brunner looked disappointed. Well, half credit, Mr. Jackson. Zeus did indeed feed Kronos a mixture of mustard and wine, which made him disgorge his other five children, who, of course, being immortal gods, had been living and growing up completely undigested in the titan's stomach. The gods defeated their father, sliced him into pieces with his own scythe, and scattered his remains to Tartarus, the darkest part of the underworld. On a happy note, it's time for lunch. Mrs. Dodds, would you lead us back outside?' 
The class drifted off. The girls holding their stomachs, the guys pushing each other around and acting like doofuses. Grover and I were about to follow when Mr. Brunner said, Mr. Jackson! I knew what was coming. I told Grover to keep going. Then I turned toward Mr. Brunner and said, Sir? Mr. Brunner had this look that wouldn't let you go. Intense brown eyes that could have been a thousand years old and had seen everything. You must learn to answer my question, Mr. Brunner told me. About Titans? About real life. About how your studies apply to it. Oh. What you learn from me, he said, is vitally important. I expect you to treat it as such. I will only accept the best from you, Percy Jackson. I wanted to get angry. This guy pushed me so hard. I mean, sure, it was kind of cool on tournament days when he dressed up in a suit of Roman armor and shouted, What's And challenged us, sword point against chalk, to run to the board and name every Greek and Roman person who ever lived and their mother and what god they worshipped. But Mr. Brunner expected me to be as good as everybody else. Despite the fact that I have dyslexia and attention deficit disorder and I've never made above a C- minus in my life. No, he didn't expect me to be as good. He expected me to be better. And I just couldn't learn all those names and facts, much less spell them correctly. I mumbled something about trying harder while Mr. Brunner took one long, sad look at the stele, like he'd been there at this girl's funeral. He told me to go outside and eat my lunch. The class gathered on the top steps of the museum, where we could watch the foot traffic along Fifth Avenue. Overhead, a huge storm was brewing, with clouds blacker than I'd ever seen over the city. I figured maybe it was global warming or something, because all the weather across New York had been weird since Christmas. We'd had massive snowstorms, flooding, wildfires from lightning strikes. I wouldn't have been surprised if this was a hurricane blowing in. Nobody else seemed to notice. Some of the guys were pelting pigeons with Lunchable crackers. Nancy Bobafit was trying to pickpocket something from a lady's purse. And, of course, Mrs. Dodds uh, wasn't doing a thing. Grover and I sat on the edge of a fountain, away from the others. We thought that maybe if we did that, everyone wouldn't know we were from that school. The school for loser freaks who couldn't make it anywhere. Detention? Grover asked. No... I said, not from Brunner. I, I just wish he'd lay off me sometimes. I mean, I'm not a genius. Grover didn't say anything for a while. Then when I thought he was going to give me some deep philosophical comment to make me feel better, he said, Can I have your apple? I didn't have much of an appetite, so I let him take it. I watched the stream of cabs going down Fifth Avenue and thought about my mom's apartment only a little ways uptown from where we sat. I hadn't seen her since Christmas. I wanted so bad to jump into a taxi and head home. She would hug me and be glad to see me, but she'd be disappointed too. She'd send me right back to Yancey, reminding me that I had to try harder, even if this was my sixth school in six years and I was probably going to be kicked out again. I wouldn't be able to stand that sad look she'd give me. 
Mr. Brunner parked his wheelchair at the base of the handicapped ramp. He ate celery while reading a paperback novel. A red umbrella stuck up from the back of his chair, making it look like a motorized cafe table. I was about to unwrap my sandwich when Nancy Baba Fit appeared in front of me with her ugly friends. I guess she'd gotten tired of stealing from tourists and dumped her half-eaten lunch in Grover's lap. Oops. She grinned at me with her crooked teeth. Her freckles were orange as if someone had spray-painted her face with liquid Cheetos. I, I, I tried to stay cool. The school counselor told me a million times, Count to ten, get control of your temper. But I was so mad, my mind went blank. A wave roared in my ears. I don't remember touching her. The, the next thing I knew, Nancy was sitting on her butt in the fountain, screaming, Percy pushed me! Mrs. Dodds materialized next to us. Some of the kids were whispering, hey, Did you see the water? Like it grabbed her. I didn't know what they were talking about. All I knew was that I was in trouble again. As soon as Mrs. Dodds was sure poor little Nancy was okay, promising to get her a new shirt at the museum gift shop, etc., etc., Mrs. Dodds turned on me. There was a triumphant fire in her eyes, as if I'd done something she'd been waiting on all semester. Now, honey... I know, I grumbled. A month erasing workbooks. That wasn't the right thing to say. Come with me, Mrs. Dodd said. Wait, Grover yelped. It was me. I pushed her. I stared at him. Stunned. I couldn't believe he was trying to cover for me. Mrs. Dodd scared Grover to death. She glared at him so hard his whiskery chin trembled. I don't think so, Mr. Underwood, she said. But you will stay here. Grover looked at me desperately. It's okay, man, I told him. Thanks for trying. Honey, Mrs. Dodds barked at me. Now. Nancy Baba Fit smirked. I gave her my deluxe I'll kill you later stare. When I turned to face Mrs. Dodds, she wasn't there. She was standing at the museum entrance, way at the top of the steps, gesturing impatiently at me to come on. How did she get there so fast? I have moments like that a lot where my brain falls asleep or something, and the next thing I know I've missed something, as if a piece of the puzzle fell out of the universe and left me staring at the blank space behind it. The school counselor told me this was part of the ADHD, my brain misinterpreting things. I wasn't so sure. I went after Mrs. Dodds. Halfway up the steps, I glanced back at Grover. He was looking pale cutting his eyes between me and Mr. Brunner, like he wanted Mr. Brunner to notice what was going on, but Mr. Brunner was absorbed in his novel. I looked back up. Mrs. Dodds had disappeared again. She was now inside the building at the end of the entrance hall. Okay, I thought. She's going to make me buy a new shirt for Nancy at the gift shop. 
but apparently that wasn't the plan. I followed her deeper into the museum. When I finally caught up to her, we were back in the Greek and Roman section. Except for us, the gallery was empty. Mrs. Dodd stood with her arms crossed in front of a big marble frieze of the Greek gods. She was making this weird noise in her throat, like growling. Even without the noise, I would have been nervous. It's weird being alone with a teacher, especially Mrs. Dodds. Something about the way she looked at the freeze as if she wanted to pulverize it. You've been giving us problems, honey, she said. I did the safe thing. I said, yes, ma'am. She tugged on the cuffs of her leather jacket. Did you really think you were going to get away with it? The look in her eyes was beyond mad. It was evil. She's a teacher, I thought nervously. It's not like she's going to hurt me. I said, I'll I'll try harder, ma'am. Ignore the ice cream truck, sorry. It does cut the tension a little bit, doesn't it? Thunder shook the building. We are not fools, Percy Jackson, Mrs. Dodd said. It was only a matter of time before we found you out. Confess, and you'll suffer less pain. I didn't know what she was talking about. All I could think of was that the teachers must have found the illegal stash of candy I'd been selling out of my dorm room. Or maybe they'd realized I got my essay on Tom Sawyer from the internet without ever having read the book, and now they were going to take away my grade? Or worse, they were going to make me read the book. Well, she demanded. Ma'am, I don't... Your time is up, she hissed. Then... The weirdest thing happened. Her eyes began to glow like barbecue coals. Her fingers stretched, turning into talons. Her jacket melted into large, leathery wings. She wasn't human. She was a shriveled hag with bat wings and claws and a mouthful of yellow fangs, and she was about to slice me to ribbons. Then things got even stranger. Mr. Brunner, who'd been out in front of the museum a minute before, wheeled his chair into the doorway of the gallery, holding a pen in his hand. What ho, Percy! He shouted and tossed the pen through the air. Mrs. Dodds lunged at me. With a yelp, I dodged and felt talons slash the air next to my ear. I snatched the ballpoint pen out of the air, but when it hit my hand, it wasn't a pen anymore. It was a sword. Mr. Brunner's bronze sword, which he always used on tournament day. Mrs. Dodds spun toward me with a murderous look in her eyes. My knees were jelly. My hands were shaking so bad I almost dropped the sword. She snarled, Die, honey! And she flew straight at me. Absolute terror ran through my body. I did the only thing that came naturally. I swung the sword. The metal hit her in the shoulder and passed clean through her body as if she were made of water. Mrs. Dodds was a sand castle in a power fan. She exploded into yellow powder, vaporized on the spot, 
leaving nothing but the smell of sulfur and a dying screech. And a chill of evil in the air, as if those two glowing red eyes were still watching me. I was alone. There was a ballpoint pen in my hand. Mr. Brunner wasn't there. Nobody was there. Nobody but me. My hands were still trembling. My lunch must have been contaminated with magic mushrooms or something. Had I... Had I imagined this whole thing? I went back outside. It had started to rain. Grover was sitting by the fountain. A museum map tented over his head. Nancy Bobafit was still standing there, soaked from her swim in the fountain, grumbling to her ugly friends. When she saw me, she said, I hope Mrs. Kerr whipped your butt. I said, Oh? Our teacher, duh. I blinked. We had no teacher named Mrs. Kerr. I asked Nancy what she was talking about. She just rolled her eyes and turned away. I asked Grover where Mrs. Dodds was. He said, Mm, who? But he paused first, and he wouldn't look at me, so I thought he was messing with me. Not funny, man, I told him. This is serious. Thunder boomed overhead. I saw Mr. Brunner sitting under his red umbrella, reading his book as if he'd never moved. I went over to him. He looked up, a little distracted. That would be my pen. Please bring your own writing utensils in the future, Mr. Jackson. I handed Mr. Brunner his pen. I hadn't even realized I was still holding it. Sir, I said, where's Mrs. Dodds? He stared at me blankly. Who? The other chaperone, Mrs. Dodds, the pre-algebra teacher. He frowned and sat forward, looking mildly concerned. Percy, there is no Mrs. Dodds on this trip. As far as I know, there has never been a Mrs. Dodds at Yancey Academy. Are you feeling all right? I hope you have all enjoyed the first chapter for the evening. I certainly have. What a good time this is. <laughs> I hope you have enjoyed so far. Like I said, bear with me on some of the voices. They develop over time. A lot of the first read-through I give is to Mama Cass, typically at like 11 p.m., sometimes like 2 a.m. I use it to help her fall asleep sometimes. And uh, so it's very, very different trying to like read very quietly versus trying to like address a microphone. Super different. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed the voices so far. The, uh, the the long the ones we see a lot the ones we hear a lot those will be developing over time uh, thank you all so much for joining me here thank you all a ton <laughs> stuck to the sidecar like a bad bug <laughs> y'all all my bad bugs y'all can't kill me I'm a bad bug <laughs> um, is Percy an older Stuart um, I guess a little bit there might be a boy what a pull well done by the way who was that who just said that <laughs> Baby Zay. Stuart, I, a little, I suppose. Um, but mostly just like a... I, I wanted to go for... Okay, full disclosure. Here's what I was shooting for. I wanted to go for if someone hired me to voice Spider-Man 
in uh, in a game or, or or something animated, something like that. I wanted I wanted that to be kind of the pull I was making. I wanted it to be super localized. I wanted it to to feel like it really was from a specific place as opposed to just like general accent because I think a lot of that I think a lot of that sort of generalization actually harms things in a way. Now, everyone, we are in between chapters, which means we are moving into some of our discussion. I want to bring up a couple of things really quickly because they're foundational and we'll be able to talk about them a lot more moving forward. Two big things, point of view and point of view. Just bear with me. So the first one is point of view in the literary sense. And, you know, as we're as we're going to be talking about these, you're not going to be able to escape it. Yes, we're reading it for fun, but we're also learning it to understand a little bit better. This is sidecar. I want us all to ride together, motorcycle and sidecar together and and come into these things as a group and, and you know, uh, have a good time in that way. So I'm going to be, frankly, dragging you all with me. The literary sense. What are we seeing that's a huge difference between the way this was written and the way that Harry Potter was written? Oh, well, the point of view. Um, this book is written in first person. Did y'all pick that up? I recognize sometimes, you know, it can just sort of like skim right over your head. Um, and don't worry, everyone, we are reading a second chapter for tonight. I realize some of you are new, so I should clarify that. We're going to be reading a second chapter. Uh, first, we're going to talk a little bit about this, and then I'm going to take a quick five-minute break, and then I'll be back, and we're going to read the second chapter for the night. First person perspective, a little strange, right? In all of, in, in Harry Potter, it was Harry did this and, and Hermione did this and Ron did this. And it was from a third person perspective, meaning we're kind of this like non-existent ghost over Harry's shoulder. We were, we were third person um, and there's a term called semi-omniscient. I'm not gonna get into that. If you wanna get deeper into that sort of stuff, come back on Tuesdays for Vintage Sidecar. We do a deeper dive into what some of this stuff means and what impact it has on the book. Ooh, Shotzi, Shotzi, yes. Shotzi Red says Percy has low, low self-esteem. We're going to get back to that in just a second. That was the other thing that I wanted to talk about. But just to, just to complete this thought here, because I've been bad about that in the past, we are, we are watching this through Percy Jackson's eyes. And he, this is, this is first-person perspective. It's as though Percy himself is telling us about this. So instead of Percy did this and Grover did this, etc., instead it's Grover did this and Mr. Brunner did this and I did this. I, Percy Jackson, did this. It's a little, you know, it's a, it's a little different, but I want y'all to watch that and how it sort of feels because some of y'all may have already noticed on my end as a performer, it actually kind of make thing, makes things a little bit more interesting. You know, it's all about his perspective. And so I can really, you know, intone and lean into some of these things. Frankly, although the, although the prose is a little bit different, it has been really fun to read this because the text is written in this way. Something to keep an eye on. Now, really quickly, I want to get back to this note that Shotzi brought in. Um, and this is what we like to do here uh, in between chapters and on chatter breaks, which there is going to be one in our next chapter. Um, we like to talk about the things that y'all bring up. Uh, Green Lorak says, with the intro, isn't a first person retrospective? Isn't it a first person retrospective? Um, it is. Uh, yes, this is all in, in past tense, which is, um, I would say, the most common way for, for at least... Mm, not even just for this genre, I would say that's the most common period, um, is to be told um, from the, uh, as if it, these were events that had already happened. It's not the only way, however, and I want to say that um, uh, The Hunger Games is written from a uh, sort of the per perspective as though it's happening right now. Am I right about that? Somebody else can come in here and, and switch it up. Uh, how come I chose a narrator voice instead of Percy's voice? Because it would be very, very difficult for me to read this, all the, all the sort of narration text as Percy and it actually starts to muddy up the difference between things that Percy is saying out loud and things that Percy is saying to himself. Um, so that's my main reason for it. But Shotzi, this is the other big thing I wanted to talk about. 
Um, and yes, half bits, half bit is, is, uh, on the exact same track. We're introduced to real mental disorders like ADHD, dyslexia, which I can't remember anything like that being brought up in Harry Potter. So these are important things I want to talk about because there's a lot of discussion about how to dis how to talk about these things in a sensitive way. I've got depression. I've had, I, you know, I had a big run in with it in like 2013 to 2015 eh, 2012 to 2015. Uh, and then it's actually, frankly, it's coming back now. Um, I, this is something I don't talk about frequently, but if we, if, if any of you want to talk about it, I will discuss it openly. Um, I am, I'm, you know, revisiting a therapist that helped me a lot during that time. There's a lot of discussion nowadays about how to discuss these things properly and, and in a, uh, in a way that is not going to be detrimental to the people who suffer from these sorts of things. This is important, right? We're going to talk about some of these things. And frankly, we may be talking about some of them in terms that don't seem like the most sensitive option. Keep in mind the perspective here, right? I'm not making apologetics for, for never learning to discuss these things in a more healthy and adult way, but keep in mind who we are with here. This is a 12 year old. This is a 12 year old who doesn't fully understand their own, you know, whatever conditions they might have themselves, doesn't necessarily fully understand the internal lives, much less the internal struggles of others. Um, so keep that in mind as we talk about some of these things. And remember that what we're getting is his own experience with some of these things. I fully recognize there are going to be people who come into this and think that, you know, this is kind of a, a, especially in this stage right here, like this is a pretty pessimistic way of looking at things like ADHD, right? Why does it seem like they're sort of equating, why does it seem like this book or maybe the author is, you know, uh, like condoning the equating of um, some of these things like ADHD and being like a trouble kid? That's not what's happening. Again, I want to, I want to be very clear. I am very pro- um, I'm very pro discussion and I'm very pro learning to uh, discuss them in a healthy manner. But what we're getting here is Percy's experience with it. We're going to see a little bit more. We're going to see a ton more about this, frankly. But as we proceed, don't think of this as the right way. You know, Percy, Percy's not thinking of about these things the right way. He's thinking about them through his own experience, which is that he's had a lot of trouble going through these schools and he doesn't quite know why. He knows a couple of things that it might be, and so he's kind of hoping that, yeah, that's the reason. I went through the exact same thing. Are you kidding me? I when I when I was diagnosed with depression in uh, at the very end of high school, I had been I had gone from like a a for the sake of the story, I'm not gonna like sugarcoat it. I was basically an ace student at the start of high school. Now I'm not going to claim that that is like a huge achievement, but I went from that to being pretty subpar. And if I were, when I was in that situation, having, having an idea of something that I could attribute that to having, having something that I could say, Oh, it's not just, I'm not just like bad or broken for some reason. I can, I've got these things, which could very well explain why my life is looking the way that it is for Percy. Like I said, he's not necessarily thinking about this the right way. And I want to encourage you all to educate yourself about these things and to discuss them in healthy terms. But for Percy, the experience that he's having is he's having so, so much trouble and he's got a few things that it might be. Of course, he wants to equate those things and say that's a one to one. Of course, this thing is because of that thing. So some notes that we're including for today. Um, all of this can kind of be under the heading of uh, perspective or point of view. Um, and with that, everyone,
I'm going to be taking just a moment. Uh, I'm going to be back in five minutes. Please enjoy the sweet vibes, the sweet, sweet vibes of our of our uh, screen. I cut out the window, but the all of the interior stuff that you're seeing on my uh, on my sort of like waiting screen um, that is. And thank you for the reminder, Hogwarts hippie. Thank you. I shall indeed. Um, all of the all the stuff inside the sort of like sidecar Sam sort of uh, office room there. That is Holly Rose. Uh, thank you a ton. And with that, I will see you all in five minutes with a Chatterbreak question that I will leave you and we'll discuss it a little bit after I get back. Chatterbreak question is, you know what? Here's what we're going to, here's what I want to talk about. What are your expectations? I want to talk about as we're hitting this new book, right? And I, I'm, I, I don't, we have to be careful here because this is prime time for accidental spoilers. Don't spoil, don't spoiler things. As you're coming into this book, I want to hear what are the things that you're expecting? Um, and if you have already experienced these before, then just give me a sense of what you were expecting back when you kicked things off. And this is a super open-ended question, I know, but that's what beginnings are for. I will see you all in five minutes. Goodbye. For now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's wonderful to see you once again. How are we feeling about our expectations? I think a lot of us are going into this more blind than perhaps we went into, um, uh, perhaps than we went into ra -ta -ta -ta, Harry Potter. Wow. Um, you know, we might have we might have uh, had more experiences with Harry Potter. We might have seen the movies. Um, however, I think many of us are going into this, um, you know, with with more expectations as opposed to more uh, sort of nostalgia. Um, I would love to see what we are going to, what we think we're we're going to see in this. We've got a whole series in front of us. What do we think we're going to be seeing? Shotzi Red says, "I want to see Percy become confident." And to know that he's not a bad kid, in quotes. Because, yeah, that, that is sort of what he, that's a lot of what he has sort of, the, the titles he has put on himself, right? Is Mr. D a spoiler? I mean, eh, eh, not really, Mirden. <laughs> uh, Jubilee says, I expect someone to come along and say, you're a wizard, Harry. And why wouldn't you expect it? Harry, my name's Percy. I'm, who you, what are you talking about, a wizard? I didn't know what I was on the table. <laughs> I read those books. You're full of crap. What are you doing? Hey, get away from this bus stop. Shehanigan says, I've read the Harry Potter series many times, in The Hobbit twice, and now the third time along with Sam. Yeah, don't forget everyone, if you want to see that, head over on Tuesdays, or you can head over onto, uh, onto YouTube. All the links, all the links are right here. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find them down below. Emily Lou says, my expectation is to f uh, fall in love with a young adult series and its characters like I did with Harry Potter. However, now that I'm not reading it for the first time at the same age as the characters, I'm not sure what to expect. An excellent point. Um, I just want to bring up that I I went deep in with uh, with Harry Potter and I didn't read that until I was 20 years old. So don't worry, it's not too late to fall in love with it. Um, you know, you will definitely understand it differently and that's one of the big things that we talk about here on this channel is that you come to art from where you are. And that is the value of art, is experiencing it in your own way. This isn't math, this isn't science. The value of those things is that they're objective. They're this, they mean the same thing to everyone. For something like art, whether it's a, a, a story or a, a, an image or a song, it means something. It's, it's valuable because of what it brings to you and you alone. And you know what? Coming to this at a different age, it's going to mean something different than it did back in the day. Which means if you're on this for the second time, you know, you read it a long time ago and you're back into it now, you get twice as much out of it. 
That's right, two for one value. <laughs> and Proteus Spade says, not the first time, Spouse made me read them last year. Uh, and with that, I think it's an excellent reminder. Don't forget everyone, we have got our hashtag read aloud crowd. Um, it's not really like, it's not an initiative. It's not a mission. I just want you to do it. Just do it. Look, will you just go do it? If, if Sidecar Stories gives out anything like homework, it's going to be this. Um, uh, hashtag read aloud crowd. I want to hear y'all reading to other people or other people reading to you. I just want to know people are reading to people. It doesn't have to be like a huge commitment like I do here. It doesn't have to be all the all the you know crazy voices I try to pull in. And it doesn't have to be to a bunch of people or be some big long thing or even something terribly like, you know, adult and mature. Read aloud crowd. Just join up. Read to read to a sibling, read to a niece, nephew, somewhere in between, read to anyone and everyone. Uh, folks, join the Read Aloud crowd, and I thank you very much for reading with me. Thank you for, for riding in the flying sidecar. Again, we don't establish here which one of us is driving the sidecar and which one of us is riding in it. I don't know if it's me or if it's you, and I don't intend to find out, frankly. Let's talk review. Chapter 1. That's right, Chapter 1. It feels so cool to say on a totally new series. Um, January 2021 has been big for sidecar stories, so thank you all so much for making it awesome. Chapter 1, Percy Jackson, our new friend. Uh, <laughs> our new friend for quite a while. 12 years old, a member at um, a, a boarding school for what he calls troubled kids. Um, he seems to be in a lot of trouble all the time. Uh, it seems like he cannot sort of remain at a school for more than about a year. Um, he's got one teacher that he really likes and feels like he's, he can connect with, Mr. Brunner. And he's got a friend named Grover. Uh, and the two of them live kind of in average sixth grade life um, of, you know, uh, being bullied and, uh, you know, wondering, why is my life like this? Why am I like this? I don't, I, I do not envy any middle schooler. Uh, and if you are in middle school and you're watching this, keep it up. You're doing a great job. Um, don't worry. It'll, it, it gets easier. It gets easier than middle school, gang. Oh, baby. As we, as we continue on, we see that you know, Percy does not necessarily think particularly highly of his position in life and, and sort of what it's come down to for him. He is on a field trip, as of our first chapter, with the rest of his, um, <laughs> with the rest of his class. And they are at the, oh shoot, what is it called? The Metropolitan Museum of Art? I believe so. In Manhattan. I want to say, and they are, you know, they're here to look at some of the Greek and Roman exhibits. Um, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Brunner's asking Percy about who I am going to call Harry. I almost did it just then. I'm going to call him Harry more than once on accident. Uh, talking to Percy about these myths, these myths from Greek and Roman uh, history and what importance they have in his life today. Percy doesn't really know, but Mr. Brunner expects him to understand the answer at some point soon. We're not sure what that means. Percy has been determined not to get in trouble, but eh, he does. Um, and as such, one of his teachers, one of his least favorite teachers, Mrs. Dodds, Mrs. Dodds, Mrs. Dodds uh, has sort of taken him aside and they end up in this exhibit where suddenly the world goes mad and Mrs. Dodds turns into some sort of freaky bat creature with glowing red eyes and uh, Mr. Brunner's there and throws Percy a pen and the pen turns into a sword and he uses the sword to slice his teacher up into a bunch of sulfur powder and then all the sulfur powder blows away and the 
sword as a pen again and Mr. Brunner's gone. What? Huh? What? Percy's terribly confused about what all has happened. He goes back outside and everyone, including his best friend, although his best friend does hesitate for a moment, insists that Mrs. Dodds, that teacher that he just sliced with a sword, Mrs. Dodds is not real. We've never had a teacher named Mrs. Dodds. Super strange. Everyone, I hope you will enjoy our second chapter for the evening. This will be our final chapter for the evening as well, but don't worry, you can stick around afterwards. And we've got some other fun traditions as well. Everybody, thank you so much for joining me. Let us begin on our next chapter. What do you think about that? Let's get back into it. And uh, one final note, if you are trying to share the channel with folks, use this link here, uh, this link tree one. I appreciate it. Let's do it. Chapter two, three old ladies knit the socks of death. I was used to the occasional weird experience, but usually they were over quickly. This 24-7 hallucination was more than I could handle. For the rest of the school year, the entire campus seemed to be playing some kind of trick on me. The students acted as if they were totally and completely convinced that Mrs. Kerr, a perky blonde woman who I'd never seen in my life until she got on our bus at the end of the field trip, had been our pre-algebra teacher since Christmas. Every so often I would spring a Mrs. Dodds reference on someone just to see if I could trip them up, but they were staring at me like I was a psycho. I got almost convinced that Mrs. Dodds never existed. Almost. But Grover couldn't fool me. When I mentioned the name Dodds to him, he would hesitate, then claim she didn't exist, but I knew he was lying. Something was going on. Something had happened at the museum. I didn't have much time to think about it during the days, but at nights, visions of Mrs. Dodds with talons and leathery wings would wake me up in a cold sweat. The freak weather continued, which didn't help my mood. One night, a thunderstorm blew out the windows in my dorm room. A few days later, the biggest tornado ever spotted in the Hudson Valley touched down only 50 miles from Yancey Academy. One of the current events we studied in social studies was the unusual number of small planes that had gone down in sudden squalls in the Atlantic that year. I started feeling cranky and irritable most of the time. My grades slipped from D's to F's. I got into more fights with Nancy Bobafit and her friends. I was sent out into the hallway in almost every class. Finally, when our English teacher, Mr. Nickel, asked me for the millionth time why I was too lazy to study for spelling tests, I snapped. I called him an old sot. I wasn't even sure what it meant, but it sounded good. Well, the headmaster sent my mom a letter the following week, making it official. I would not be invited back next year to Yancey Academy. Fine, I told myself, just fine. I was homesick. I wanted to be with my mom in our little apartment on the Upper East Side, even if I had to go to public school and put up with my obnoxious stepfather and his stupid poker parties. And yet, there were things I would miss at Yancey. The view of the woods at my dorm window, the Hudson River in the distance, the smell of pine trees. I'd miss Grover, who'd been a good friend, even if he was a little strange. I worried how he'd survive next year without me. I would miss Latin class too. Mr. Brunner's crazy tournament days and his 
his faith that I could do well. As exam week got closer, Latin was the only test I studied for. I hadn't forgotten what Mr. Brunner had told me about his subject being life and death for me. I wasn't sure why, but I'd started to believe him. The evening before my final, I got so frustrated I threw the Cambridge Guide to Greek Mythology across my dorm room. Words had started swimming off the page, circling my head, the letters doing 180s as if they were riding skateboards. There was no way I was going to remember the difference between Chiron and Charon, the Polydictes and Polydusius, and conjugating those Latin verbs. Forget it. I paced the room, feeling like ants were crawling around inside my shirt. I remembered Mr. Brunner's serious expression, his thousand-year-old eyes. I will accept only the best from you, Percy Jackson. I took a deep breath. I picked up the mythology book. <sighs> I'd never asked a teacher for help before. Maybe if I talked to Mr. Brunner, he could give me some pointers. At least I could apologize for the big fat F I was about to score in his exam. I didn't want to leave Yancey Academy with him thinking I hadn't tried. I walked downstairs to the faculty offices. Most of them were dark and empty, but Mr. Brunner's door was ajar, light from his window stretching across the hallway floor. I was three steps from the door handle when I heard voices inside the office. Mr. Brunner asked a question. A voice that was definitely Grover's said, Worried about Percy, sir? I froze. I'm not usually an eavesdropper, but I dare you to try not listening if you hear your best friend talking about you to an adult. I inched closer. Alone this summer, Grover was saying. I mean, a kindly one in school. Now that we know for sure, and they know too. We would only make matters worse by rushing him, Mr. Brunner said. We need the boy to mature more. We may not have the time. The summer solstice deadline will have to be resolved without him, Grover. Let him enjoy his ignorance while he still can. Sir, he saw her. His imagination, Mr. Brunner insisted. The mist over the students and staff will be enough to convince him of that. Sir, I... I can't fill in my duties again. Grover's voice was choked with emotion. You know what that would mean. You haven't failed, Grover, Mr. Brunner said kindly. I should have seen her for what she was. Now let's just worry about keeping Percy alive until next fall. The mythology book dropped out of my hand and hit the floor with a thud. Mr. Brunner went silent. My heart hammering, I picked up the book and backed down the hall. A shadow slid across the lighted glass of Brunner's office door. The shadow of something much taller than my wheelchair-bound teacher, holding something that looked suspiciously like an archer's bow. I opened the nearest door and slipped inside. A few seconds later, I heard a slow, like muffled wood blocks, and then a sound like an animal snuffling right outside my door. A large, dark shape paused in front of the glass, and then moved on. 
a bead of sweat trickled down my neck. Somewhere in the hallway, Mr. Brunner spoke. Nothing, he murmured. My nerves haven't been right since the summer solstice. Mm, mine neither, Grover said. But I could have sworn. Go back to the dorm, Mr. Brunner told him. You've got a long day of exams ahead of you. Don't remind me. The lights went out in Mr. Brunner's office. I waited in the dark for what seemed like forever. Finally, I slipped out into the hallway and made my way back up to the dorm. And this is our first chatter break for the day, where we take a little bit of a sec during our chapter breaks. And I don't have, I need, <laughs> I guess I need a new music box, don't I? We're going to take just a second, less than like three minutes, to just take a moment and talk about what we've got so far. Uh, what are we seeing? What are we seeing thus far? Uh, yeah, so, so Percy is in the midst of being absolutely baffled, right? Has no idea. Um, does not know what is going on with everyone, because they seem to be playing some sort of trick on him. We shall have to see how this pans out for him in the future. What is the resolution? Because it definitely seems like other people know more about this than him. And absolutely, Mr. Brunner and Grover know something. I got, I went, I got my real crazy eyes going there. I could feel it. One of them twitched. What, uh, what does this harken back to? Um, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lay it out. But think about how this feels for Percy uh, compared to how Harry was feeling about Dumbledore in certain times. Something to keep in mind. Let's keep going. Grover was lying on his bed, studying his Latin exam notes like he'd been there all night. Hey, he said, bleary-eyed. You going to be ready for this test? I didn't answer. You look awful, he frowned. Is everything okay? Just tired. I turned so he couldn't read my expression and started getting ready for bed. I didn't understand what I'd heard downstairs. I wanted to believe I'd imagined the whole thing, but one thing was clear. Grover and Mr. Brunner were talking about me behind my back. They thought I was in some kind of danger. The next afternoon, I was leaving the three-hour Latin exam, my eyes swimming with all the Greek and Roman names I'd misspelled, and Mr. Brunner called me back inside. For a moment, I was worried he'd found out about my eavesdropping the night before, but that didn't seem to be the problem. Percy, he said, don't be discouraged about leaving Yancey. It's... it's for the best. His tone was kind, but the words still embarrassed me. Even though he was speaking quietly, the other kids finishing the tests could hear... Nancy Bobafit smirked at me and made sarcastic little kissing motions with her lips. I mumbled, Okay, sir. I mean... Mr. Brenner wheeled his chair back and forth like he wasn't sure what to say. This isn't the right place for you. It, it, it was only a matter of time. My eyes stung. Here was my favorite teacher in front of the class, telling me I couldn't handle it. After saying he believed in me all year, now he was telling me I was destined to get kicked out. Right, I said, trembling. No, no, 
Mr. Brunner said. Oh, confound it all. What I'm trying to say, you're not normal, Percy. That, that's nothing to be... Thanks, I blurted. Thanks a lot, sir, for reminding me. Percy! But I was already gone. On the last day of term, I shoved my clothes into my suitcase. The other guys were joking around, talking about their vacation plans. One of them was going on a hiking trip near Switzerland. Another was cruising the Caribbean for a month. They were juvenile delinquents, like me, but they were rich juvenile delinquents. Their daddies were executives or ambassadors or celebrities. I was a nobody from a family of nobodies. They asked me what I'd be doing this summer, and I told them I was going back to the city. What I didn't tell them was that I'd have to get a summer job walking dogs or selling magazine subscriptions and spend my free time worrying about where I'd go to school in the fall. Oh, one of the guys said. That's cool. Then they went back to their conversation as if I had never existed. The only person I dreaded saying goodbye to was Grover. But as it turned out, I didn't have to. He'd booked a ticket to Manhattan on the same Greyhound I had. So there we were, together again, heading into the city. During the whole bus ride, Grover kept glancing nervously down the aisle, watching the other passengers. It occurred to me that he'd always acted nervous and fidgety when we left Yancey, as if he expected something bad to happen. Before, I'd always assumed he was worried about getting teased, but there was nobody to tease him on the Greyhound. Finally, I couldn't stand it anymore. I said, You're looking for kindly ones? Grover nearly jumped out of his seat. What, what, what do you mean? I confessed about eavesdropping on him and Mr. Brunner the night before the exam. Grover's eye twitched. How much did you hear? Uh, not much. What's the summer solstice deadline? He winced. Look, Percy, I, I was just worried for you. See, I, I mean, hallucinating about demon math teachers. Grover, I was telling Mr. Brunner that maybe you were overstressed or something because there was no such person as Mrs. Dodds and... Grover, you are a really, really bad liar. His ears turned pink. From his shirt pocket, he fished out a grubby business card. Just take this, okay, in, in case you need me this summer. The card was in a fancy script, which was murder on my dyslexic eyes, but I finally made out something like Grover Underwood, Keeper, Half-Blood Hill, Long Island, New York, phone number 800-009-0009. What is half... Don't say it aloud, he yelped. That's my... Uh, summer address. My heart sank. Grover had a summer home. I'd never imagined that his family might be as rich as the others at Yancey. Okay, I said glumly. So, like, if I want to come visit your mansion? He nodded. Or, or if you need me? Why would I need you? It came out harsher than I'd meant it to. Grover blushed right down to his Adam's apple. Look, Buzzy, the truth is I, I kind of have to protect you. I stared at him. 
all year long. I'd gotten in fights, keeping bullies away from him. I'd lost sleep worrying that he'd get beaten up next year without me. And here he was acting like he was the one defending me. Grover, I said. What exactly are you protecting me from? It was a huge grinding noise under our feet. Smoke, black smoke, poured out from the dashboard and the whole bus filled with a smell like rotten eggs. The driver cursed and limped the Greyhound over the next side of the highway. After a few minutes clanking around in the engine compartment, the driver announced that we'd all have to get off. Grover and I filed outside with everyone else. We were on a stretch of country road. No place you would notice if you didn't break down there. On our side of the highway was nothing but maple trees and litter from passing cars. On the other side, across four lanes of asphalt shimmering with afternoon heat, was an old-fashioned fruit stand. The stuff on sale looked really good. Heaping boxes of blood-red cherries and apples, walnuts, apricots, jugs of cider, and a clawfoot tub full of ice. There were no customers. Just three old ladies sitting in rocking chairs in the shade of a maple tree, knitting the biggest pair of socks I'd ever seen. I mean, these socks were the size of sweaters, but they were clearly socks. The lady on the right knitted one of them, the lady on the left knitted the other, the lady in the middle held an enormous basket full of electric blue yarn. All three women looked ancient, with pale faces wrinkled like fruit leather, silver hair tied back in white bandanas, bony arms sticking out of bleached cotton dresses. The weirdest thing was, they seemed to be looking right at me. I looked over at Grover to say something about this and saw that the blood had drained from his face. His nose was twitching. Uh, Grover? I said. Hey, man, tell me they're not looking at you. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Weird, huh? You'd think those socks would fit me? Not funny, Percy. Not funny at all. The old lady in the middle took out a huge pair of scissors. Gold and silver, long-bladed, like shears. I heard Grover catch his breath. We're getting on the bus, he told me. Come on. What? I said. There's a thousand degrees in there. Come on. He pried open the door and climbed inside, but I stayed back. Across the road, the old ladies were still watching me. The middle one cut the yarn, and I could swear I heard that snip across four lanes of traffic. Her two friends balled up the electric blue socks, leaving me wondering who they could possibly be for. Sasquatch or Godzilla. At the rear of the bus, the driver wrenched a big chunk of smoking metal out of the engine compartment. The bus shuddered, and the engine roared back to life. The passengers cheered. <laughs> You're done right, yelled the driver. He slapped the bus with his hat. Everybody back on board. Once we got going, I started feeling feverish, as if I'd caught the flu. Grover didn't look much better. He was shivering and his teeth were chattering. Grover? Yeah? What are you not telling me? He dabbed his forehead with his shirt sleeve. Percy, what did you see back at the fruit stand? What, you mean the old ladies? What is it about them, man? They're not like Mrs. Dodds, are they? 
His expression was hard to read, but I got the feeling that the fruit stand ladies were something much, much worse than Mrs. Dodd's. He said, Just tell me what you saw. The middle one took out her scissors and she cut the yarn. He closed his eyes and made a gesture with his fingers that might have been crossing himself, but it wasn't. It was something else, something almost older. He said, You saw her snip the cord. Yeah, so? But even as I said it, I knew it was a big deal. This is not happening, Grover mumbled. He started chewing at his thumb. I don't want this to be like the last time. What last time? Always sixth grade. They never get past sixth. Grover, I said, because it was really starting to scare me. What are you talking about? Let me walk you home from the bus station. Promise me. This seemed like a strange request to me, but I promised he could. Is this like a superstition or something? I asked. No answer. Grover, the snipping of the yarn, does that mean... Does that mean somebody's going to die? He looked at me mournfully, like he was already picking out the kind of flowers I would like best on my coffin. And that... That is the end of our reading for tonight. Once again, folks, if you are looking for the link that you should send to people, if you want to share this thing around, go ahead and use the one that has just popped up in chat. It'll be the one. Uh, I'm consolidating everything into one link. Thank you, by the way, to Linktree. That's an awesome idea. I hope they do really well, assuming that they're good people. So hard to tell these days. Anyway, uh, fantastic uh, system. Go ahead and use that link if you want to share it around with people. Um, that is going to be in the YouTube description as well if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, don't forget, I upload these exactly 24 hours before the next stream. So next Wednesday, whatever time this pops up on YouTube for you, remember, 24 hours after that, same time of day, whatever time of day that is for you on Thursday, that's when our live stream is. Um, that is if everything goes well. I've had some some editing issues in the past. I think I'm going to need a whole new hard drive, or a whole new uh, external hard drive to save some of these things because I've got a lot, you know, I've got over a million words uh, on, on this hard drive here because... Um, I did a lot of reading for Harry Potter. Everyone, thank you a ton for joining us, but the ride isn't quite over yet. We are done with the reading for tonight, but we have some traditions to uphold, don't we? Um, don't forget, everyone, head to the Discord. That is the place where we are going to have all of our, you know, all of our discussion when we're not streaming. We, there's a ton of discussion that continues to happen. We've been done with Harry Potter for, we haven't read that one since mid-December, and people are still talking about it in there, and I think that's fantastic. So head to the Discord, join the discussion. We have tons of great ones in there and don't forget we have got three different channels they're going to be in their own subcategory in a minute uh so like within the next couple of days but um we've got percy jackson discussion that one is for anything that we have got any subject we've covered through our most recent live stream don't go beyond that if you want to go beyond that that's spoiler territory and if you want to talk spoilers we've got pj spoilers i didn't mess it up this time and then finally we have got pj art and that is going to be uh for all of you folks who want to uh create any original art that you want to see up here on stream if you would like to do that go ahead and don't use it for anything extra don't use it to to chit chat about things go ahead and um if you would like to claim a certain section or a certain chapter or a certain image uh go ahead and 
you know, it doesn't mean nobody else can, but if you want to make it clear, like, hey, I'm doing this, this part of this chapter, go ahead and put those in the, um, uh, in that channel, the PJ art channel. And then also, if you've got a finished piece that you'd like to send over, you can go ahead and put that in there too. I would love to use the art that y'all send in. Um, <laughs> Pretty Jack's Every Flavored Beans. Um, now, I think I actually have to switch something over really quick, and I hope this isn't going to goof us up, because I don't have the beans one in here. <laughs> so I'm going to have to switch over to uh, to Harry Potter. I don't think this will mess anything up, but bear with me if it does. If the stream like goes down for a moment here, I promise it will be back up within five minutes. Um, so stick with us. I don't think it'll be any issue. Let's find out. Let's talk about beans, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Ah, oh, I hate that it does this, but hey, what can you do? Uh, everyone, welcome to Bad Beans. Uh, this is where we talk about uh, some of the things that I am doing during my week. Um, I am going to need to go fetch the Bean Queen. And to anyone who is heading out right now, that is okay with me. I get it. Thank you so much for joining me. I have a lot of fun with these after stream kind of like this, this sort of post stream wrap up stuff. I have a ton of fun with it. So uh, everyone who would like to, to stay here and join us, I appreciate you. But everyone who's just here for the books, I appreciate you being here. Everyone who's just here to lurk, I appreciate you being here. Uh, I don't have any problem with lurkers, what have you. Um, I will say, however, thank you so, so much for the people who, who hang around and show so much generosity. Intikana, Van Saves Lives, uh, have already thrown some things in. And of course, earlier in the stream, um, uh, Hogwarts Hippie, who's like, there's like friends of the channel, and then there's like best friends of the channel. We've got a, we've got a few of you. Hogwarts Hippie's definitely on the list. Um, uh, but uh, Intikana gave them out as well. Intikana's another one. Thank you so, so much. Um, another best friend of the channel. Uh, Y'all are fantastic. Um, I'm going to go fetch the Bean Queen. And for all of you who are joining us for the first time tonight, I'm sorry for all the confusion. Just bear with us here. I know it's weird. What are we looking at right now? <laughs> I wonder, do I need a different... I don't know. So this this was a piece by Jade Hallett. Um, Jade Hallett put this image together for us, um, and uh, I added sort of some of the, the the extra streaming details on top of it. But uh, I almost wonder, do we need like, is there going to be a good Percy Jackson version? Maybe the maybe the campfire. Um, I'm trying not not to get into spoiler territories, but the campfire. There's a big cauldron on the campfire, isn't there? I want to say there's something like that. I'll be right back, everybody. Gotta go fetch the Bean Queen. All right, Bean Queen is inbound. She is currently, uh, she's experiencing some locked-in uh, syndrome, I guess you could say, simply because uh, our cat is laying on her arm and <laughs> it's like half asleep. It's hard to tell. Um, let's see. I'm doing, hold on. I got to send a quick message via Discord.
All right. Uh, Intikana, yeah, Intikana's laying it out pretty well. Intikana says, this is a tradition uh, that we would do at the end of the Harry Potter streams where Sam eats birdie bots, every flavor beans, and tries to guess what they are. Indeed. Um, <laughs> indeed I am. Uh, a quick run through, everyone, for, uh, for those of you who want to know what my schedule is like, when can you find me during the week, I stream Tuesdays through Thursdays. Uh, I am a story streamer. I love uh, narrative in all of its various forms. Um, I'll dip into games sometimes. Uh, mostly, I have found that people are really, really enjoying the read-throughs. So do I. If I could do just like a whole channel that was just that, I would not be mad. Um, on Tuesdays is Vintage Sidecar, where we shed some light on Classic Lit. Right now, we are reading through The Hobbit. Uh, and if you would like to find the YouTube playlist for that, you can use the Hobbit command. Uh, the command is just uh, exclamation Hobbit. Uh, and I can't spell. There we go. So that will take you to the YouTube playlist for The Hobbit. Um, after that, on Tuesdays, uh, frankly, I think I want to dive into a game that meant a ton to me um, back when I was very young. Um, it was a, I believe, a Christmas gift. Is that right? From Tuna Sunday and uh, Frizz from the, the Giggle Pit, the Vintage Giggle Monsters. What do you say? Oh, vintage me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I like it. Um, uh, yeah, so this is it is like it is vintage from my past. Um, this might be one of those things we've talked about before how busted my nostalgia bone is. My nostalgia gland um, is super busted. I just don't get nostalgic about things. This might be one I get nostalgic for, but uh, I am I, I'm going to be playing that, I think, starting on Tuesday because we do uh, vintage sidecar from noon to two Pacific time. Um, uh, so we do it starting at noon Pacific time, and we go for about two hours. And after that, I think I want to dive in. I think I want to dive in and play this old, old game, Carmen Sandiego. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Um, it's a little bit like the show, I guess, but frankly, it's more, it's kind of its own thing. Uh, it is a, a globe-trotting um, sort of uh, mystery-solving adventure, and I love it. I love it, and I loved it at the time. I guess we'll see how much I love it now. We'll see how well it holds up, but I think it's going to be pretty good. Um uh, <laughs> frankly, we'll see how effective the the uh, the rebuild of it, because I believe it was rebuilt um, uh, f and and put onto Steam by somebody else. Uh, so I appreciate whoever did that. But thank you very much to uh, Tuna Sunday and Frizz. Um, they very well may be joining me for some of that. I don't know. We will find out later on. But uh, <laughs> Hype Train indeed. Y'all, thank you so much. Uh, Holly Rose, thank you a ton. Thank you a ton. Uh, Intikana, of course, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, and then all of you who are, who are sprinkling into the Beans Cauldron, who have enjoyed uh, our little potions class experience here. Thank you so much for brewing up this big Beans brew. I appreciate it a ton. Uh, these are bits, these are things that help me directly uh, as, as a streamer and, and somebody who, you know, uh, it, it helps me to be able to dedicate more of my time to this. You know, these these are the folks, and you're, you're kind of paying it forward, frankly. Um, you know, the folks who, who did this months ago are the people who are making it possible for me now to do, to, to read things like The Hobbit. And uh, y'all who are, who are putting things in now, you are paving the way for me to do more shows and bigger shows and better shows. So I appreciate it a ton. Um, we're chugging right along. Yeah, 60% of level one already. Thank you a bunch, folks. Um, and uh, <laughs> Mem Knight, hello, buddy. Uh, Intikana, thank you a million. Uh, thank you precisely 100, frankly. 
a million over time. We'll see. Actually, that would be wild, wouldn't it? Um, but no, thank you. Thank you a bunch. Um, yeah, so Tuesdays through Fridays, uh, I've covered Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, we've got Chat Plays Dungeon World. I would say just in general, we can say Wednesdays are dedicated to tabletop RPGs. Some of my favorite stories are being told in tabletop RPGs, things like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, uh, we play a different version called Dungeon World. It's easier to learn. Um, and frankly, it gets more into the story side of things than the like math side of things. Uh, I enjoy it a ton. Um, but yeah, Wednesday is going to be Wednesday is going to be that for the time being. Um, I'm really enjoying all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's right. You need me to mute so she can sh shake the big old bean barrel. Hold on. Because it's really terrible coming through the mic. Um, that's on Wednesdays. It's fantastic. You can find more about that on the wiki. Um, that's kind of the best spot to look for. We're running in a fantastic world of our own creation called Recetus, the realm of Recetus, and especially Recetus Towers, the magical metropolis at the heart of it all. Uh, and then finally, on Thursdays, y'all know what it is. It is hashtag flying sidecar that felt super gross to say but that is the hashtag that we use for this one uh flying sidecar a voice actor's venture through some stories that so many of us love um and i hope that you will share that around because you can add to the beans pile if you do and i am going to start with intikana for our beans as uh the bean queen is has officially arrived i need a bandana what shall i do what shall i use no no not that one i don't think Mmm. Hmm. I could be picky, picky, picky. Should I use Should I use my mouse pad? <laughs> no, you should build your dang old desk. Wrap it around my whole head. Pull your, just pull your hat down. Just pull my hat down. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Okay, so. Um, Intikana, you are up first. And I want to say thank you very much. I believe Intikana is one of our first confirmed and non-scam. Uh, related uh, guests in here. Uh, Intikana has brought in Queen Nugget. Queen Nugget followed and told me that uh, oh, uh oh, did you get a bad one? I don't know why she keeps eating the red ones. I don't know why she keeps eating them at all, frankly. Uh, Scar, love it. Thank you a ton. Thank you a ton. I appreciate it a lot. So, she has just rushed off into the other room. She just, she pulled one, popped it in her mouth, and then went <laughs> And then oh, her face is red. <laughs> oh no. You gotta be careful. You gotta be so, so careful. You gotta pull out of this one. You gotta be careful. If you pull out of this one, it's bad, bad trouble. Escar <coughs> Lovett has I'm brought us so up to. Sure <laughs> brought us up to 27% of level two on the hype train. Thank you a bunch. But you gotta be careful though. That's the thing. It's 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 dangerous, dangerous territory in this little in this little cauldron. It's danger ops. Don't want it. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh. Um, all right, Intikana, you'll have to wait just a moment um, because I, of course, can't be the one to monitor what sort of bean you would like uh, to be added onto the bean uh, into the bean cauldron. Um, but as I mentioned, folks, if you want to bring somebody in, if you bring somebody in and I see them, you know, if I can verify that they're new because they pop up in my follow notifications up there, as I saw Queen Nugget. Welcome, Queen Nugget. It's fantastic to have you. Welcome to Scooter Patrol. And Intikana, thank you very much for bringing somebody. So Intikana gets to add a bean onto the pile once the bean queen has sort of remedied the ish, as it were. Um, and then, of course, we have got uh, over on Instagram, I saw some folks popping some stuff in out of yarn. 
uh, Rooney underscore cosplay and PMP Ferrer, F-E-R-R-E-R. Thank you so very much. And of course, on Twitter, Lisa Hall. Uh, I actually have to check the hashtag as well in some spots. Um, I would suggest you use both. You both tag me, Sidecar Stories, on both of those. And also use the Flying Sidecar hashtag so I know which show you're watching during the week. Um, uh, I have to double check Instagram because I only checked my notifications. I did not check the... Who is this? Mark Mark Hamill posted something that looks like it's straight out of Oklahoma. I don't know what it is. Um, let's see. Just make sure I've checked all the hashtags. Flying sidecar. How do you eat those? Like, they're nothing. I don't eat them like they're nothing. I eat them with great suffering. It's so <laughs> bad. Um, uh. it, is, it is a tough one. It's definitely, I, I would say it's definitely part of the intrigue of doing this at all. Um, oh my good lord, Holly Rose is Rooney Cosplay. It's the same person. Oh my word. Um, uh, Rooney Cosplay is the, the per, I, that one had the hashtag, but I don't think it's related to us at all. Even though it's pretty, pretty wild that it wouldn't be. I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, because it was Harry Potter related. Anyhow, um, yeah, some some folks, I don't know who they are um, between, you know, like they might have a different name on Instagram versus here on Twitch. And it would appear that Rooney Cosplay, uh, who is one of our people who shared about it uh, this week, is none other than one of our best friends of the channel, uh, Holly Rose. And by the way, uh, Hogwarts Hippie, I saw your post in here. Yeah, absolutely. Best friend of the channel. Never you fear. Um, as is as is Mem Knight. We got, a, we got a couple of them. There's, there's Pit Crew and then there's like best friends of the channel. <laughs> Um, eat them with great suffering. Look, Gwendog, I do it for the love of the game. I do it for the love of the lit. I guess. Like I'm, t I'm Twitch's bad boy of literature. Novocaine shots? Yeah. yeah Numbing cream pain shots? I hope they just don't put the cream vein straight in you. <laughs> Yuck. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Intikana, I am now going to divert my eyes from chat uh, because now you have the opportunity to choose what sort of bean you want to be put in uh, to the to the bean pile. Um, uh, this is the first of, let's see, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be five today. We've got Intikana, Out of Yarn, Rooney Cosplay, PMP Ferrer, and Lisa Hall. Lisa Hall is a blessing to my taste buds. Uh, Lisa Hall commits to always having um <laughs> always always making it a good bean as opposed to one of our bad and spicy beans um so she prevents me she she, she calls it the protection charm uh, which is fantastic let's see here and we've got one we got it from for a few hours ago um let's see here and actually, I'm going to add some more onto that because we've got some some folks who retweeted some of my announcements, and I'm going to count that. I think that counts. I think it doesn't matter if you see it. Close your eyes. Close my eyes. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. All right. Now I'm going to take this bean, and I'm going to figure out if I can uh, identify it based on flavor alone. I almost never can because <laughs> I'm very, very bad at it. Um, and I, some of you who have uh, shared things, uh, who have... Um, uh, retweeted stuff over on Twitter. I think I'm going to count that, depending on the thing. And because this is this is like specific announcements uh, for this, yeah, I'll count it. So, uh, Jack of No Trades and Y, um, although Y, I don't know who you are. Oh, it's Ypsilon. Ypsilon Talks. Hello. That name I know. Uh, so, Ypsilon Talks, you got one as well. All right. Um, Intikana, why would you do this to me? 
Inticana, was this intentional? Were you trying to get us started off on a very hostile note? Bean Queen's shaking her head. Okay. All right, I'll believe it. Uh, hello, mountain climbing guy. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, Sparkle, love good. I uh, work... Um, I do uh, some online sort of infrastructure stuff and uh, also work in shop. Uh, I am at a... Uh, it is a, a hobby shop, essentially, specifically related to tabletop games. So board games and also... Ooh, that's a spicy one. Oh, and I got the hiccups already. Board games, but my fa favorite part, tabletop role-playing games. Oh, boy. Mm. It's quite spicy, but it's not the worst. I'm going to guess. Uh-oh. There's like a little bit of sweetness in there. I can't tell if it's just the outer covering. Hmm. Oh, oh baby. Quite spicy, a little sweet. I'm gonna go with one of the the ones on the the lighter end. Um, I'm pretty sure sriracha is one of the easier ones, so I'm gonna go with sriracha. Final Are you answer. Sure, it's sriracha. Mm -mm. I think it's Carolina Reaper. It's very red. <laughs> you think it's Carolina Reaper? It's very red. <sighs> I mean, sometimes it's determined less by how spicy it is initially, and more by its staying power. And keep in mind, I haven't done these in about a month, so. Yeah, no, okay, it's hit me pretty hard. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Inticana, you demon. <laughs> they, they just said, surprise beans. Just surprise bean? When it reached in. I see. An accidental, an accidental nuke. I didn't even look. Mm. Usually I like to pick them. I didn't even look. That was not tasty. <laughs> oh, you did indeed come in hot, Inticana. Okay, let's see who else is on our list. We've got uh, Jack of No Trades. Uh, I'm going to say whoever pops it in first, that's one we'll take next. Uh, keep in mind, if you come in second, you might have to repeat it later on. But Jack of No Trades, Ypsilon Talks, um, uh, Jade Dragon, you get one as well because uh, I see you over on Twitter. I see you. Uh, Lisa Hall, and uh, let's see, who else do we have? Uh, Out of Yarn, Holly Rose, and. Uh, uh, PMP Ferrer, who's uh, Pia Ferrer. I don't know. I don't know. I, th I think you might have come in, um, Pia, and and given us your 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 Twitch handle, but I don't remember if you have. Uh, by the way, everyone, we're in level three of the hype train, and I really really appreciate it. Uh, Escar, love it. I appreciate it a ton. Uh, who's just been dropping in constantly? Uh, Oceans underscore light. That is a new name. I don't believe I've ever seen here before. Welcome. Uh, welcome not just to Scooter Patrol, but to Storytime MC. I believe that uh, with a Prime subscription, that makes you a Storytime MC punk, <laughs> which I've been having a good time with. Um, yeah, Eskar Lovett is keeping that thing real full, so thank you a bunch for it. Thank you, Eskar. Oh. Ooh. All right, whoever puts it in first, I can't look for him. I think you're going to have to keep an eye on him. Um, oh, I have to switch over on Discord as well because uh, I'm guessing Jade Dragon is going to be in Discord. Uh, Jade Dragon, I'm keeping an eye on the Percy Jackson discussion. That's the one I just keyed into. Um, so, Jade Dragon, if you want to add yours in as well, go ahead. I know you typically hang out on Discord rather than Twitch. Ocean Light is Holly Rose's friend. Oh, I see. Fantastic. Well, in that case, Holly Rose, you get two. Because you're sharing about the show and you're bringing friends in. Uh, <laughs> mountain climbing guy, welcome. Welcome to Scooter Patrol. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much for the follow. Um, oh, that is absolutely another bean. 
100%. Of course it is. Um, yeah, so Holly gets two. And again, whoever pops their, their request in first. Otherwise, we're just going to have to start rattling through in order of who I think is least likely to be here right now. This this here? Yeah, so you're looking for Lisa Hall. Uh, this is actually Holly. Is um, I don't know if Book and Hook is in. I don't remember if I've seen Book and Hook in. Okay. Roll call. Has anybody seen Book and Hook tonight? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. Everyone, thank you a ton. I appreciate the hype train. Um, we might need a new name for it, although I'm sort of like, I'm going back and forth between should we give it a new name? for this new series, or should we keep it the Hogwarts Express in recognition of where we came from, of our roots? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm considering either way. We'll have to talk about it in the Discord. Go ahead over to the uh, Percy Jackson underscore discussion channel in the Discord uh, later this week, and we'll talk about it. Um, okay. um, Hogwarts Empress, so she hasn't seen Book Okay, I didn't think I had either. One. And then mm -hmm. it sounds like Holly Rose wants to give one to Ocean's Light, so... I will allow it. So what you do here, Ocean Slide, is you pick a color, you pick a flavor profile, <laughs> you say sweet or salty, you think about some adjectives to describe some flavored beans, and I'll do my best. Yeah, I would say keep it short because, like, even with a single request, we're barely able to figure it out. Sometimes we can't even find the right color in here. Um, but I'm gonna. I have to not look at chat during this time. Also, keep in mind Jade might be in uh, might be in Discord. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Ypsilon talks. That's one of them. Um, ooh, ooh, spicy, spicy mouth. Okay, so we're going to start with... My water's almost uh, empty. Out of yarn, book and hook. Okay, All right. I'm just going to pick one randomly. Book and hook slash out of yarn. Thank you very, very much for spreading the good word about the show. I appreciate it a ton. This is the only way, you know, I'm not like advertising this anywhere. It's the only way to get new, new folks in on it. And I appreciate it so much. All right, let's see it. Thank you. I just picked randomly. Oh, boy. <laughs> but the fact that you say that means it's probably either red or green. Oh, and we're very blurry here. Let's see. Can we bring that back out? There we go. All right. Here we go. Ow. As Carl Lovett says, I don't think Sam can top Mama tonight. Um, yeah, this is another spicy one for sure. Super chemically. Um... I just got to get rid of this one pretty quick, I think. Uh, I'm going to go with habanero for that one. You could be right. I was pretty sure it was another Carolina Reaper. It was the same color. Was it red? Yeah, same exact color as the last one. The habanero or... The habanero like... Oh, those are red too. Orange. The jalapeno is green. The habanero are like cloudy and orange. Uh, but it doesn't... Yeah, it might be... Yeah, it might be cayenne. It might be... Oh, you think it might have been I orange? Was, I think it was Carolina Reaper again. Was it really? I think so. It was definitely different. It was definitely a different one okay. from the first one because it had like a really kind of like that kind of horseradish chemically sort of spiciness to it. Um, okay. And with that one, I am absolutely going to go in for my Lisa Bean. Lisa Hall, thank you very, very much. Uh, Lisa always specifies it can't be a bad bean. So Lisa is here to rescue me unless, of course, I get a coffee bean, in which case the combination of stink and coffee or the co combination of spicy and coffee just makes it a stink bean. All right. I'm ready. Ah. Oh, maybe not. Hold on. Ah, there we go. Oh, man. I really need more water. I'm going to have to go grab some. Oh, you're. thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, okay. I will not reach that. Um, and don't forget, once she comes back, we've still got more beans to put on the pile here. Um, oh, sweet baby puppies. Okay, it is a good one. 
It's very acidic, like lemony. I'm getting a lot of, um, now some of this is wondering like, what if it's just like sugar flavored essentially? And it's just the spiciness that makes it, sm makes it taste like a lemon. Oh man, it's like muddling my vocabulary. That's super weird. I've never had two super spicy ones in a row. This is not great, gang. It's not great at all. Oh. Mmm. And it sticks in your teeth. Which is extra bad, because then it's just like, some of it will just like hang out near your gums. And give you a chemical burn. Um, also that work bell you just heard was... Mama's drawstrings banging against a, uh, um, again, it's messing with my vocabulary, water bottle. Good grief. <laughs> Both, uh, thank you, Holly. Ocean Talks and Ypsilon Talks. Ocean Light and Ypsilon Talks. We, we gotta go. pick, we gotta pick one adjective, unfortunately. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, keep it to one descriptor. That's the only way we're going to be able to come close. I think... The only way my mouth isn't on fire is if I'm not moving air through it. That's a little tough. I'm, I, am, I am become nose breather. <laughs> I am become nose breather. <laughs> you ever heard of that? I am become death. Destroyer of worlds. Okay, we got one. What was that after the Manhattan Project? Tries. Is that right? Could it go? Yeah. Light. And by the way, because y'all are hanging out here for the uh, for the post show, I'm just going to give you a not like a not like a, a sneak preview, but I definitely will tease. Um, I'm using Voice Changer for for this series. I'm going to be using my Voice Changer. Um, I've already set up some hotkey stuff. It's going to be able to help me do that pretty effectively. But I'm really excited for it. This is for Ocean's Light. What are you doing? Oh, duh! You're right. <laughs> All right. Let's see. You didn't make a guess for the last one either. Um, oh, I was doing a bunch of like riffing while you were out of the room. I would say like lemon tart. Mm. Final guess? No flavor is good after two spicy beans in a row. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, lemon tart. It's lemon drop. Lemon drop? You know what? I'm close enough for my pride, even though I wasn't close enough to get the free point from it. Or the, the point from it. Um, let me see. Mmm. Mmm. This is harsh, gang. This is harsh. This is, this is I think, the worst it's ever been. Well, you got two Carolina Reapers in a row. On accident, too, right? I, like, neither I one of them asked for it to be spicy. In. Well, and I told you that the concentration of Carolina Reapers to literally every other bean is very high because I was avoiding giving them to you for the last batch, and we just restocked it, so... Quite a few at the bottom down there. Mm -hmm. uh, Sparkle good. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, I do apologize. I'm very sorry for that. For that that's happening. I don't have a ton of experience with it. So unfortunately, I don't know how to fix it. Um, but hey, you're here every week. T trust me. When I think of Sparkle Lovegood, I'm thinking very positive thoughts. You don't have to worry about the, the, uh, the bits and such. I appreciate just that you thought about it, frankly. Um, and uh, so, Pia, hello. Welcome to uh, Storytime MC. Welcome, punk. It's good to have you here. Um, I, I'm glad that uh, this channel meant something to you. Great to have you. Um, okay. 
I typically don't do spicy either, Hogwarts hippie. Can't stand it. My favorite kind of wings are teriyaki. Um, uh, like, I don't go any spicier than that, generally. Um, I eat sambal. I, but I eat it, like, in stuff. I eat it I eat it to heat up other stuff, not to make stuff hot. Uh, <laughs> hot. Um, the... Mm, 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 that one water tastes smooth. It's like it's it's like smooth like milk right now. My mouth is messed up <laughs> right now. Um, that one I'm gonna go with sort of a raspberry thing. I definitely it definitely wasn't as as lemony as the the that snicket from before. But um, I'm gonna go something raspberry related. So I'm just gonna go raspberry because frankly it's been long enough. I don't remember the flavors that are in this big old bean barrel. Raspberry final answer. <laughs> Mixed berry smoothie. Okay, so I always have to remember whenever I think raspberry, it's always mixed berry smoothie. And it was a fun. It was a fun one because it was sun sun bleached, mm -hmm. so it looked like really cool. It was like dark purple and then like black and splotches and then pretty blue where it's sun bleached. Sun bleached, <laughs> sun bleached beans. Come on down to Sidecar Farms. We got our sun bleached beans. We're gonna make you a chili out of them. Sorry okay. to all you folks who don't believe chili got so beans in it. So that was for Ocean Talk which was one of Holly Rose. Okay, fantastic. Did out of yarn. Uh, wonderful. All right, we got Lisa. Lisa, unfortunately, I don't have a second... I don't get a, a second protection charm from Lisa. So, one from Holly Rose. One from... What happened to Ypsilon Talks? PMP Ferrer. Um, I never added Ypsilon Talks. So, we've got Ypsilon Talks and Jack of No Trades from, from Twitter. So, uh, Ypsilon... Ypsilon Talks... And Jack of No Trades. <laughs> All right. I don't think I'm predicting Jack of No Trades is not here, correct? I don't believe so. Okay, let's go with that one. All right, Jack of No Trades. This one is for you. Thank you very much for uh, for the retweet over on Twitter. Muy apreciado. Let's see. Holly Rose and Ypsilon, please put your one adjective <clears throat> in there, please. Yeah, don't forget. Do we get Jade Dragon? Close your eyes. We need a jade dragon as well. That one's that one's from Twitter, I think. Let me you see. You got the start of a system here. Yep, there we we we, we have the you got the bones. The foundations of a system. Um, we now get to build. Sorry. Um, the notion of a nation. Now there we go. All right, now get this mask on. All right, this is for Jack of No Trades. Indeed, and once again, folks, you can add sharing about the show uh via the via twitter instagram those are the two that i really keep an eye on uh hashtag flying sidecar at sidecar stories or by bringing somebody and having them let you let me know you brought them that's right that was a real coleslaw of uh pronouns right there all right let me see i don't i don't think it's a bad one okay i think we're okay i think we're in the clear this one was for jack of no trades i believe yep. Jack, thank you very much. I'm getting a lot of banana in this one. I'm getting a lot of banana in this one. Um, hmm. Oh, but I think, you know, I'm guessing, I'm guessing the spicy is hiding the, the pineapple flavor. And I'm just getting banana from what I believe is, what is it, pina colada? Am I a moron? Are there, there are no bananas in pina coladas, are there? That's not a pina colada thing. I'm definitely getting banana in this one. It's pineapple and coconut for sure. It might be banana. I'm not. I gotta. I'm not going with it. It tastes like banana bread, but like, 
Like if you added um, like maybe cherries to banana bread. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little strange for sure. Um, it's a it's a lunchroom fruit compote cup. Final answer. That's right, folks. Sometimes <laughs> you're gonna get a weird one. <laughs> I am pretty sure it is sun-kissed pink grapefruit. Sun-kissed pink grapefruit? Yeah, you haven't had it in a long time. It, it there's a lot of banana flavor for a grapefruit in that one, gang. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Is there a pink one that might have banana in it? It was very flesh colored is the problem. Oh, good. So it's either <laughs> pink grapefruit or orange sherbet. Come on, Frizz. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I only get an asterisk if I also get the point. We've, we've litigated this before. I'm not dealing with you tonight, Frizz. Frizz? Coleslaw pronouns is going on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. All right, who's up next? We've got one for Holly Rose. We've got one for Pia Ferrer. Uh, I would say if we don't see another one in, in there? Um, Here? Um, I don't know. And so I think we should probably do that one next. Okay. Um, Pia Ferrer, from uh, uh, sharing this <laughs> to your Instagram story, thank you very much, Pia. I appreciate it a ton. And I hope I am saying your name correctly as well. I shall not. I want to because it's highlighted, but I'm not going to look at it. Uh, also, we've got a ping over here in Discord. Oh. Is that? Let's see. Where did it go? Where did that Discord ping at? Oh, you weren't scrolling. Oh, sweet baby. Well, that would be why I wasn't seeing anything. There we go. That would explain (laughs) a bit. Um, (laughs) Scroll all the way down. Thank you. Okay. Now stop looking. Close your eyes. I'll look at it later. Give Holly her (laughs) beat. Thank you, Holly. Holly, thank you for doing double duty, triple duty, frankly, because uh, once again, I want to remind you folks, uh, my sort of like offline screen or my waiting screen, um, the one where you can see uh, whatever book world we're endeavoring to explore out the window, um, that is Holly Rose, and you can find her on Instagram at hollyrose.art. Okay, let's see. This one's for Holly? Yes? Yep. All right, Holly. I hope you have not been cruel. I hope you have not been unkind. Because frankly, as we've discussed, I don't do great with spice, and today has been a rough one. This is marshmallow bean. Is marshmallow or choc- or um, uh, uh, cake? And I always choose the wrong one. I'm going to go with marshmallow, because I'm not tasting a ton of vanilla. It's just very marshmallowy. Marshmallow, final answer. Will this be my first correct one of the stream? No, because it's French vanilla. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You got something on your shirt which is driving me it's crazy. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> you got fluff. You got it's one fine. you got one feather. Um So that's zero out of six. <laughs> okay. So How's my driving? <laughs> so Pia on Twitch and Epsilon Talks. Epsilon Talks Twitch. has been in here. I've seen Epsilon like fairly and regularly. A couple of words, and I don't remember what the words were. Oh, gotcha. If you want to hear, okay. if you want to I scroll up. I, I think I remember. Gotcha, okay. Okay, we'll do Epsilon Talks next. Yep, and she is the Bean Queen, so she does have the right to pick one of those words as your okay. as your, your sort of prime directive. All right, here we go. This one's for Epsilon? Epsilon, yeah. All right, Epsilon Talks, thank you a ton for sharing about the show. I appreciate it. Um, and this doesn't run out. If y'all share about it again this week, um, basically the the... the the, the cutoff is at the start of the stream uh, next week. Ah. After that, 
they may start to count toward the week after. All right, I got Sophia's and I got Jade Dragons too. Once this one's done. All right, fantastic. Ypsilon talks. Thank you very much. Ow. Some people think that noise is. You say it every week. Endearing. Some people hate that noise. It's like black licorice or something. I don't like it. I don't like it very much. It's not spicy, but it's not good. There's one... I think we talked... Hmm, is there just licorice? I don't think so. This is black licorice. So, here's what I'm going to say. If the answer is that it's licorice, it's definitely black licorice, and I don't care what the bottle calls it. That's my final answer is black licorice. I would totally agree with you. It says just licorice, but the bean is black. Okay, so I get the point? Yep. <gasps> the queen is spoken? Say <laughs> I never did anything nice for you. <laughs> um, yeah, Memnite, actually, I'm not sure how you did get Hype Train Conductor, because frankly, um, and I, like, let's not, let's not joke around, you have been the Hype Train Conductor for quite a while, but tonight, I think, I think S. Carl Lovett kind of took that mantle up. Um, yeah, tonight, uh, with 2,500, uh, bits, Escar Lovett definitely is the, uh, is tonight's conductor. Um, but yeah, let's not, let's not pretend like Memnite hasn't, hasn't pulled big weight around here. Thank you a ton. And of course, thank you to Escar Lovett and all the rest of you lovely folks, uh, who have also contributed to the, to the hype train, uh, Intikana, Holly Rose, all you wonderful people. Um, okay, let me see. I think it might be for the month and I think we're still maybe inside of range for um, uh, last month's <laughs> mega hype train. Close your eyes. I shall. All right. Black licorice. That's my one out of seven, folks. That's right. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight knowing right. that I got this the one. one is going to be for Jade Dragon. Sounds good. Jade Dragon, thank you very much. Uh, Jade Dragon is like another best friend of the channel over on Discord. Um, uh, when I moved to Discord, I wasn't sure quite how it was going to work. Oh, you're going with the chin tap now, huh? Well, you're Should so we put far me away. Uh, put me in a high chair too? You oh, is, like my, is my chin closer than my like nose? All the way back. For yeah, I'm, I'm trying to escape the spicy beans. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I got to flee them spicy beans. Oh, bay. <laughs> I said obey oh, for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, I don't. Who's this one? J Dragon. J Dragon. J Dragon was one of our first folks to. Um, come over to the Discord when we made that switch up. Uh, the Discord has now become our hub for all things Sidecar. Um, uh, although I would like to expand the wiki out substantially, Discord remains the hub. If you if y'all want information on what we're what we're up to, what we're doing, if you want to vote on things, Discord is the spot to do it. So I'm very appreciative to the folks who made the switch. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, this is a really weird one. Uh, I agree. It this looks is weird too. It's okay, so it's got some sweetness, but it's also very herbal. Um, frankly, it tastes like a Moscow Mule, um, which for those of you who are not familiar, uh, sort of a combination of vodka and clubs. Uh, what is it? Ginger beer, ginger vodka beer. and ginger beer, and mint. Um, yeah, there's some some mint in there. Hmm, very it's a good drink. This is a strange experience. Um, I mean, I guess I gotta go Sprite. I think I'm gonna go with Sprite as my final answer because I think that it's 
one of the holdover beans from that other small batch that we got. Because that's the best thing I can think of. Actually, wait, is there ginger beer in here? I'm just going to go with ginger beer. That's my final answer. <laughs> final answer is ginger beer. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's lemon drop based on your descriptors. Dang it. Okay. I I yes. will I will concede. Yeah, there's but I had a lemon drop earlier and it was just super lemony. It, this one looked really weird. It was like super cracked and white on the outside with like a little bit of yellow in the middle. Oh, good. Not like gross crack, but a, like the coloring. A geriatric lemon drop. <laughs> cool. Yeah. It was the lemon cool. drop you find cool, under cool, your cool. seat after six years. As you're trying <laughs> to sell the car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed this. I'm assuming this, this analogy wasn't a car. I, was, <laughs> I don't know what other yeah. sort of seat you would find a, uh, a bean in, but I'm now, I'm, I'm now shuddering to think what it could be. Okay, and then this one is going to be for Sophia. Okay. Uh, I think it's just Pia, as far as I as far as I know, unless somebody's popped up in here. It's Sophia in here. Is it? Welcome in. Hello. What? I mean, her name, their name might just be Pia, but. Yeah, I saw I saw Sophia uh, dive in. So yeah, welcome if that's you. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put the blinder on. Do it. Um. <laughs> there's now discussion as uh, I think the last thing I saw from chat was there's some sort of discussion about a ginger beer bean, which frankly would not be too bad. I think some, some flavors like are really served very poorly by the, uh, jelly bean delivery mechanism by that this one, particular vehicle. They, they said Pia is her real name. Their real name. Oh, wonderful. Thank you very much for sharing the word. I appreciate it. All right, here, I'll look away. Don't worry. All right, let me see. The texture is weird on this one. A little grainy. Um, okay. Definitely picking up some vanilla. Definitely. Hmm. That vanilla. Pure cream. That's a 10. <laughs> oh, boy. Quarantine has not done good things for me. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with, there's like a tiny, tiny little whisper of like lime in there. It's a hint of lime chip. How did you know? It's That's a hint of lime weird. chip. That's why it's a weird texture. <laughs> it's veggie straws. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with key lime pie as my final answer, even though I'm fairly confident I've never had one from this batch before, so it might not exist. <laughs> key lime pie. Yo. Strawberry cheesecake. Strawberry cheesecake. Just... That just by that oh, much. It's it's custard based. <laughs> Do I get a point for custard based? No. Please though. No. Dang it. Okay. Uh, which means I believe we've got one final one uh, for Ypsilon Talks. Correct. We did, we did that one. That was the black licorice. Oh, was it? So that's it. Yeah. All set. Everyone, thank you a ton. We are going to now raid over to uh, Mr. Halfbit. Uh, which, uh, like I said, he is, uh, another streamer, uh, who really enjoys stories. Like I said, some great stories being told in, um, in games nowadays, and he is bringing us through some of those. Like I said, a, <laughs> uh, a ranger through the land of narrative games. Um, go ahead and join in here. A raid just means we're going to head over there. Don't forget, uh, to tell him that we say hi, uh, here on Sidecar Stories. I'm going to dodge over there for a little bit as well, but of course I do have to break down my streaming setup, etc. Folks, uh, I'm going to put the links in chat one more time. 
uh, this is the one to share. If you want to bring new folks to the channel, I stream Tuesdays through Thursdays, and I will see you all later on in the Discord.